this week we will be talking about NQTs. Just out of uni, are you ready? No, you're not. <laughs> I think we're not just talking about NQTs today, are we? We're talking about all teachers. Like, we're what do, what do all teachers need to need to know, I guess, and need to remember? Because I think sometimes we get carried away with our own school policies and what we, you know. I think we all need to just go back and think these things are important and strip it back, strip it back to the basics. Um, oh, I sound sexy today. <laughs> <laughs> you a little sick? We're actually um, we're, we're recording. I don't know if you can hear it on the recording, but we are recording in a different place today. We're usually in a nice soundproofed um, studio, but today we're in my apartment, and um, it's making John sound sexy. <laughs> Goodness me! But it's making it's making it's making John sound sexy. So I'm just starting singing some Barry White. Some Barry White. <clears throat> anyway, well, um, should we start off? Absolutely. What do you wish you knew? Back when you uh, were doing your teacher training and you became an NQT and entered the big bad world of teaching? See, for me, it wasn't what I wish I knew. It's what I wished I'd listened to. So I was told over and over again in training and in my NQT year, go in hard and then pull back. Because I was in a tough class, tough school. What does that mean? As in, go in with absolutely no... Um, don't smile until Christmas. Yeah, no, no room for any sort of negotiation. You go and you set the rules and you do it. And I didn't. And I had a dreadful NQT year because of that. Because they just really? didn't. They they knew, they knew that I was slightly soft then. Flexible boundaries. Do you think yeah. there's a, a time and a place for for not taking that approach though, and and actually being a, a kind, friendly, smiley teacher? Absolutely. Um, I think. But at the start, with a class that is of the demographic that I had, you have to be just very businesslike. And then obviously there are a few children that you can show your soft side with, but with a lot of them, they just needed to know You're the boss. I was the boss mm. and that I wasn't taking any rubbish, which I kind of got towards at the end of the year. And now is something I can, I just naturally do. Yeah. But at the time, yeah, I was far too soft in the first year. In my, uh, my induction day, one of the children, a seven year old called me a, C word, <laughs> and I just didn't know what. I literally just looked at him. I was like, "That's not very appropriate." <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what I could oh. do. I didn't know what I could say. Oh, so no. yeah, if that happened now, I'd know what to do. I'd know how to handle it. Yeah. So yeah, I think behavior management is the the key thing that every new teacher needs yeah. to um, appreciate, and I think and, and take to heart. If you do show any signs of weakness especially when you're in like these inner city weakness you know yeah but like that's what they say don't they they say if you sh- don't show weakness you know because like in these inner city schools they, they will eat you up like, they will yeah. and and i think sometimes you do like you said certain children you have to show um a little bit more but you, you have to earn their respect like yeah. i never thought as a teacher i'd have to earn a child's respect i thought i'm gonna go in respect. a children's gonna i'm gonna tell a child what to do and they're gonna do it but no, you genuinely have to earn their respect yeah. and earn their trust as well. Definitely. Mm. I think it depends on um, what age group you do your NQT with or well, what age group you teach in general. Um, I actually did my uh, training. My I did school direct, so I, I was based in a year six classroom for that. And that was much tougher than my actual NQT. My NQT was easy. I went down to year one, loved Ooh, nice. it. It was absolutely just so easy compared to my uh my school direct training year 
Um, I had no issues whatsoever. I loved my Nketiah year. I loved my class. Yeah. I think um, perhaps I would have liked a little bit more support and to know a little bit more about dealing with parents, especially of young children, you know, because they... Um, the of course, their child is the only child in the class, and yeah. you know that. The, that's the stuff they don't teach you when you're actually doing your teacher training is is that kind of behind the scenes parent stuff, isn't it? Mm. Which which is it takes up a large part of your your day. Yeah, and, and I think it would be oh, very echoey, aren't I? Um, I think it would be quite good in your um, teacher training to have something like a mock parent interaction or like a you've got a grumpy note from a parent how are you going to respond to this like when I was on Mankity we had like mock interview sessions and things like that Mm. but I do think if you had because parents are a big thing and if you don't have parents on your side then you don't then that does make the job a lot harder very much and you have to build a relationship with the parents as well as the children definitely not to sound like I'm plugging anything here but um there's a there's a teacher training um and leadership training kind of company called Talal in Dubai and they have this um, virtual reality training um, system where you can you have a virtual class um, and you can talk to the class and model and try out different things um, and then you can have also a model parents evening which is quite interesting um, wow. and you obviously have um, one of your colleagues is acting behind the scenes but it comes to this like avatar this animation and it's a bit cartoony but it, it gives you like this you know it's a nice experience to to try out a few things and see what works and what doesn't in a relatively real situation so it's quite yeah. nice so speaking of parents evening i don't know how if you guys did any of this but probably not it sounds a bit psychotic now i think about it <laughs> but i i wasn't i wasn't keen to let on that i was an nqt of so course, I yeah. never referenced it. And I even in parents' evening, I was sort of saying, you know, I've had children like this before or in my experience. When yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have any, but I just didn't, I didn't want them knowing that I wasn't really That gets parents sure back, backs up straight away. Yeah. Just an NQT. Yeah. Yeah. They're expecting yeah. problems, so they're so, looking for problems. So would you say that's a, a key bit of advice? If you are an NQT, put on a false kind of pretense that you're not. I think you have to, you have to act the part, don't you? Yeah. But that's going to be different in different situations. If you mm. look like a baby-faced 22-year-old, you're not going to fool anyone. Yeah. You know, no, and if you're... True. I was yeah. older when I did my teacher training, so I think I fooled a lot of them. You know, they didn't really expect that I was a NQT. Yeah. I but it's like, like a child when I was an like NQT. <laughs> I think I was... I think I got my NQT job when I was 22. Yes. 20, yeah. Maybe even 21, and then I was 22 when I started, and I looked... Very young, so fresh. But like they say, it's yeah. you know the old phrase: it's not um, what you know, it's who you know. Mm. It's the same in this. Like it's not how old you are or how experienced you are; it's how you conduct yourself, isn't yeah. it? You can yeah. you can pass you yourself seem... off. Yeah, and I think if you've got a natural ability to to speak a certain way to to parents, mm. I think you can. Um, I think, but I think even if the children had found out I was an NQT, they'd have been like they would have taken the mic more than they did. Mm. So yeah. I was just keen to Those keep it. Those year threes had a lot of wherewithal, didn't they? Year four. Year four is Yeah, year four, even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think if you go in confident, and at the end of the day, even as an NQT, you do know what you're talking about. So you, you do know that child. You do you can have a conversation with parents about the child and what they're doing yeah. academically. So I think you just need to go in confident. I think confidence is the main thing, I'd say, for an NQT. Not mm. just parents, even. Like, the first day you walk into class, you need to have a little bit of swagger about you, a little bit of, you know, I'm here, this is my classroom. Yeah. 
Uh, no, no, ifs or buts or um. Because I've seen people looking like rabbits in headlights, yeah. and you just know they're going to get torn apart. Yeah. Any yeah. teacher, though, I think, not just NQT. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it does. It helps your own confidence when you're. It's NQT. a learning curve, though. I mean, it's all very well to say this to somebody who's in university at the moment and mm. is going to start their new job in September as a new teacher, mm. and. Of course they know all of this, but once you're there in front of a brand new class, and even if they are five or six mm. years old, they're all looking at you and you're looking at them going, oh my God, mm. what am I supposed to do with this? I mean, you can't, you can't mm. get that look off your face. And you this know? brings me on, I think I'm going to head on to another piece of advice now, and it's my primary advice. Be prepared. Like, you, there's no substitute for being prepared. You have to, you have to be organised and prepared every single yeah. day every single lesson and I think if you're not it will come tumbling down it will around devol- you. dissolve very yeah. very quickly and I've it. done it before I've been unprepared uh-huh. yep. and it speaks for itself yep. you you have to be prepared and if even if it means spending an hour of your evening going through everything that you're going to do the next day I think it's worth it mm. but then I, I'd say on that don't over prepare I, th- mm. I think yeah 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 because you can almost script yourself can't you, you can think I need to say this, I need to say this. I think sometimes, well, for me, because I'm better, a little bit more off the cuff, I think if I over-prepare, it's just too yeah. robotic. Mm. And But yeah, you can overdo it. But you need to have a plan, yeah. yeah. You need to be prepared. When um, you're prepared, you can abandon the plan. If you're not prepared, you can't yeah. invent yeah, yeah, yeah. a plan out of thin air. Like, you need to have everything trimmed, stuck, where it needs to be, mm. resources ready, not fishing around looking for erasers. Yeah, and for your own pencils. mental well-being, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But it's, and again, it's not just NQTs, it's um, Everyone. every teacher. I like, have a day I, like that every now and then, and yeah. I remember at the end of that day why I'm every, prepared. Everyone's rolled up oh. yeah. a little bit, winging yeah. it before. Everyone's done it. Yeah, prepare like you're being observed mm. every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my primary advice, speaking of that, would be Gotten it completely. <laughs> we are, um, just a little side note here. We are, because we're in my apartment, we are, um, what? This is a public forum. We're not in, you know, a non drinking country. Yeah, we, we're, <laughs> of course we are. We're having a little drink tonight while we're doing this podcast. So, um, orange juice. Yeah, a bit of orange juice. Um, what was my primary advice? I gave you a bit of stalling time there to, to yeah, remember you did, as well. Like, Should I tell you mine whilst you're thinking? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> My advice would be um, to know what is, pri- like, to prioritise and to have a list. I think as a teacher, you could always have a list of things to do and it will never get done. So just making sure that you manage your time and you do get that work-life balance. So knowing what to spend your time on and what not to waste your time on. Yeah, yeah. that's um, a key point. Um, there's a... Uh, we've mentioned her before in the podcast. She's been excellent at contributing. But um, Kate Jones um, on Twitter, she's um, <laughs> she's got a really good blog post, which I'm going to direct people towards um, at the end. And one of her points is get your balance in check. Like make sure that you don't, um, you know, waste your life doing what you think you need to do and actually live your life. And I think that's really key. Do you know the biggest piece of advice I had from someone else actually in my NQT year? I was going out on training like over and over and over again. And I, you know, you speak to people at training courses, you know, get to have a chat with people. And there's this guy who sat there and he was, he was talking about the fact that he leaves at three o'clock every day with the children sort of thing. And he said to me, you will never get to the bottom of that list. So don't break yourself doing it. And it was the first time I thought, oh my God, actually 
I am not going to get to the bottom of this. There's no way I will get everything done that you need to get done without driving myself mad. Mm. But I also remember my own advice. Be prepared to be wrong and make mistakes because you will. And we still do, don't we? We still have lessons. You still put on a lesson and think, wow, that really didn't work. And don't take that to heart. Don't think, oh, that makes me a bad teacher. It's just part of the learning. And sometimes you can't predict that. But especially early on in the year when you don't know those children very well. You think something's a good idea. Mm. Obviously in NQT, not because you did it before, but maybe you've seen it work before, observing or something. And with this bunch of kids, it just didn't work. But later on, as you get to know the children, like you will kind of automatically know what will work for them and what won't work. But then at the same time, don't be afraid to take a chance. Yeah, with, with something a bit, and if it goes popular. wrong, then you you know, yeah. don't you? You know, for You've next time, it. I think yeah, definitely do try things. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned like you'll never get to the bottom of the list. Yeah. What What's at the top of the list? What's the the, well, the, as you the thing said, that you should making keep sure the things that the children desperately need are ready. So resources are ready. Your planning is ready. Your questioning, you know, what you, you you sort of have an idea of yeah. where you want to take the lesson. Um, and a lot of other things can just be done as they're done. But I think as long as you've got the learning for the children absolutely ready, mm-hmm. things like data, which they do have to be done, but, you know, the children's learning comes first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do, you think, um, do you think the expectations of your school have anything to do with, with your, um, your growth? So I'm just thinking back to my experience where I my... My NQT here, I was fairly young and I was in this very um, high achieving, high expectation school. And it really, really, at the time, it, it was hard, you know. And I've, I, th- I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast. But looking back in hindsight, it was that year in that high expectation setting. That is what made me like the, the better teacher than I am today. It's having other people around you who are pushing you and challenging you, I think. And I think don't, as an NQT or as a new teacher, don't be afraid of, of actually being told that what you're doing... So, like, you can be... What am I getting at here? People can be defensive, can't they? Like, yes, when someone definitely. says to you, oh, you know, take that down and do it again because it's not good enough, don't be afraid that actually... Don't, don't think that you're, you're, you're terrible at what you do. Be comfortable in that someone is actually trying to... Show, yeah, and I think, and if they're doing it in the wrong way, if they're saying it in the wrong way, that doesn't matter. You, you should have the, the capacity to take any advice, I think, and, and roll with it. But and that's mi- personality as well, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't particularly love constructive criticism. Like, <laughs> as much as you, quite often you'll say, yeah, no, that's right. You don't enjoy hearing it at the time. Mm. You don't feel, I, I personally don't feel, like, I don't sit there thinking, oh, yeah, no, good point. I sit there thinking, what about all the good stuff? Yeah. And yeah, in reflection, in the long term, you, you think, yeah, good. But I think, yeah, I think it can be it can be yeah. a little bit hard to hear when, yeah, especially if you get. Yeah. I mean, we've probably all had lessons that have been slightly torn apart, whether that's in your NQT or and constructive mm. criticism that's unexpected. So yeah. You go yeah. out from a lesson, and if someone's been in to observe you, you're like, yeah, I probably could have that starter could have been a bit quicker. Yeah, I probably could have supported those a bit better. They needed to be challenged more, and you're expecting it when it comes as a surprise. You're then like, oh, but yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah. But I yeah. think that's one thing that I learned um, quite early on in my training year was um, be reflective mm. all the time and do not 
just coast through a lesson always always question yourself mm. on exactly what you just said were those children challenged or did they have enough support all of those things because if you're reflective or if you're um, reflecting enough nothing that anyone else can say to you is going to come as a surprise mm. and you will be able to take it all on the chin and go yeah I know I realize that and that's what I'm going to work on or like because it does depend like you know different personalities will take criticism in different ways but if you are kind of beating somebody to the punch then it's not so it doesn't hit you so hard mm. it doesn't like yeah, kind of break your little heart as much and you know speaking of that be ready for that dreaded question so how do you think oh, it went because you've got to get used to answering that because you get asked it. oh every time i've been observed i've been asked that question and i've got used to like pre-planning my answers now before i go in and i think okay what was good what was not so good because it's so awkward when you're sat there thinking i don't really know like yeah it <laughs> felt okay to me and i think i remember i i have strong memories of being in that situation where i didn't know what was good and what was bad mm. and then over time obviously you learn but i think i think the key thing is here to keep it really simple the don't don't be don't try and don't ever think you'll get away with being like a lazy teacher because if you're not if you just do your job and then leave it you know like say you teach your lesson and that's it i think you're going to struggle in as time goes on because your your lack of reflection your your lack of um preparedness mm. yeah. preparedness and understanding is is going to have an adverse effect on on your development on your future so i think don't be don't ever take a a view that you can just get away with this don't or be lazy. ever relax <laughs> <laughs> which no but the, you, yeah you need to be right. but, but then I think that goes back to what you said about being in a school that's got high expectations yeah. I started off my NKT year in a deprived catchment area with a school that had high expectations and I think I learned for the first five years of my teaching career that of how to do it properly so I, I never was allowed to cut corners or yeah. take an easy easy yeah. way so I think that gives you a good foundations of because then when you get a bit more experience you can sort of see where I can cut the corners here and it won't really affect but if they had high expectations were they supportive of you in your NQT year yeah massively yeah that's the key thing I think yeah. with massively. your school is do you have people who are genuinely supporting you or people who are just ticking boxes mm. for you yeah. surround yourself with with the people who are going to support you and mm. the people you can learn from do not surround you and it, there's that thing about friends isn't it don't surround yourself mm. with you know bad friends and well, I don't know what the saying is but you know don't surround <laughs> don't tr oh, try and avoid it. try and avoid bad lazy teachers because yeah. you will pick up on bad habits, bad habits yeah. and then you'll be the one who then gives bad yeah um there's a quote here there's a, a quote a quote goodness, goodness quote. me there's a there's a, there's a tweet here from um one of our followers mr patterson teach um, Mr. Patterson, I think his name is, not Mr. Patterson Teach. And he says, I wish I knew that underneath the calm exterior, every other teacher feels as pressured and stressed as you. They have just learned to hide it better. Mm. What do you think of that? It's I think we're making out that teaching is like a really rubbish job. Yeah. Like I, I, there's pressures, but then I think there are, there's pressures in every job, isn't yeah. there? And I think you do feel a lot of responsibility within teaching because you build such a good relationship with 30 children that you spend six hours a day, five days a week with. So you, you have invested a lot in them. You want them to do well. And I do... I think in the right school, the really focused pressures come like maybe once a term. So they, they say in your briefing, right, we're doing lesson observations next week or we're doing learning walks. 
that's your focus pressure where you're like, yeah. oh no, I really do need to be good. The rest of the time, yeah, the rest of the time, yeah, yeah, book, book looks and things like that. The rest of the time, it's just that sort of ongoing low-level pressure of, you know, how do I get this child to write a sentence? But, you know, the real big pressures don't happen that often, I don't think. But are the real big pressures actual big pressures? Like when you have an observation it or depends. everything, that's not important in the long run, is it? What yeah. is it, what the big pressure should be? How do you Every get day. Salem to write? When your yeah. pay is dependent on your performance, though, I do think for me, that it's not does even become that. a pressure. For me, it's, especially when there's like a book look and they take all your maths books and all your English books, I feel really stressed because I, th- I, I know I'm doing the right things, but I still think, you know, they're going to look for negatives and maybe that wasn't right. Maybe that next step wasn't pushing the learner on. I, I think for me, those are stresses. I, um, when I did my NQT and I did my school direct training and my NQT in the same school, I did not have the same level of what you guys are describing as people absolutely going through your books or your classroom or your class, even observations with a fine tooth comb mm. and looking for problems. Like, I honestly felt like it was a really, really supportive environment. And But then I did a, a placement in another school that had very high expectations. And I feel like possibly learned more in that month than I did in my the rest of my mm. school direct placement year. Yeah, it's... It, I think you're right when you say that from schools with the high expectations, you learn a lot. Mm. Whereas mine, I just had, a, it was relaxed, it was lovely. I learned, I learned plenty, but I wasn't given an awful lot of guidance. I think they just felt like I could get on with it. And um, I was kind of left to my own devices mm. a little bit. I've probably uh, picked up a lot of bad habits that I'm trying to like iron out. Just mm. like little things like, mm, I'll mark that tomorrow. And then yeah. suddenly you have like five days worth of marking to catch up with and you're there until nine o'clock at night. So little things like that, don't do it to yourself because you have to pay the price at some point. Yeah. You know, you do have to do the work. So you might as well break it down and do little chunks. It's natural though, is it? It's kind of like driving. Like you do just pick up bad habits. Whether you like it or not, there are little things that you know you ideally wouldn't be doing, mm. but you are doing. But when it comes to pressure, I think it does come down to the school. So if you f- you're feeling under pressure, I think you do need to ask yourself, like, why are you feeling under pressure? If you're in a, a, a school that has clear expectations of what's expected of you and how to achieve the things that you are being pressured with, then there shouldn't really be that pressure because you know what you should be doing. And if yeah. you're doing it, then there shouldn't really be a yeah. daily a daily issue. There's obviously always going to be pressure of making sure that the children achieve and what you're doing. But again, if you've got the support in school, you should be able to feel like, I've got this group of six children that I can't get to where they need to be in writing. What can I do to do to help them? They should then be able to support you in that. So I do think it comes down to the school and people that are feeling pressured are maybe in like overwhelmingly pressured. I think they're probably in the wrong school. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where applying and accepting the right job comes into place. Because I remember thinking... In my third year of uni, they were saying, you know, actually look into where you're accepting a job. And I thought, I remember thinking at the time, I'm an NQT, I'm going to accept a job wherever it's offered. Yeah, but I think you really don't have the skills to do that. You no, don't know what you're looking no. for. You really don't. No, and it makes, if you know you can go to someone in SLT and say, you know, this child's doing this, I, I, can't, I can't control them or I can't, I can't move this learn on. And you know that they'll actually help you out and that makes a big difference. But if you know you're going to go there and they're just going to fob you off. Yeah, or to kind of 
turn it back on you and say, yeah. well, it's basically your problem, your so problem. you're the one that needs to sort this out. Like, you're an NQT, you do need more support. Mm. Yeah. And even, not just NQTs, even, I mean, I haven't been up against a particularly tough child, but I know that I would really want my SLT to support me if I was, and yeah. not just tell me, well, you know, you haven't quite exhausted yourself in trying to control this child just yet, so mm. keep going, yeah. keep going and get back to us in a couple of months. I've got a tweet here from at SP Beale, um, a teacher called Simon Beale. He says, you don't need to reinvent every lesson. Use existing resources and schemes of work until you feel comfortable with a class to start taking risks and trying out new things. Even just put your own twists on things. Yeah. Like, yeah, just t- take a lesson that's been used a hundred times and just put a little twist on it. You don't have, like you said, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's it's yeah. not about that. Yeah, there's so much out there that, so that yeah. you do not need to, um, you do not need to, make your own yeah the resources. pressure of planning has kind of been lifted a little because of mm. the amount of resources that are available by just googling something yeah. like you will get i don't know i don't know plans. how people used to do it before I the internet i honestly goodness. don't know mad where people about. got their ideas yeah. from but i think it would be good for nqt's like when they finish their teacher training they are given like a whole bank of educational websites twinkle this, my dear yeah yes. twinkle T S. <laughs> Um, Give it twi- twinkle, 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 yeah. twinkle. Like, ooh, ooh. Ah. ooh. <laughs> unnecessary. Isn't that loud? That orange juice fist, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be good. Like, let them know where you can find these resources and these websites because yeah. you don't need to. You could literally put into Google if you're doing a lesson on algebra, like I am next week. Just put it into Google. There's bound to be so many websites of A disclaimer with that, though, is you can find a lot of rubbish. Rubbish, yeah. yeah. I think this is... Keep it... Keep whatever you do. Maintain your standards. So keep it high quality. Um, I've seen so many teachers, not just NQTs, think that it's okay to, like, get things... Just grab the first thing they find on test and just go, that'll do. Got it. Yeah, and it's, like, badly formatted. It's badly presented. It's all pixelated. and, And it... All you got to think about, you got to come back to, I think all NQTs, all teachers need to come back to the same question. Does this help the children? And I think if, if the answer is no, or if it's yeah, like that, that, that tells you everything you need to know. Um, yeah. And will this look good in my books? Cause looking, that's how I, cause, cause I look at it. Making your, that's, that's what it is as a teacher, isn't it? As I was once told, the book is the window into your classroom. <laughs> but is the Do book yourself. the window into your classroom for you or is it for for the for the inspection or is it for actually for the kids in yeah. reality, can we can in we reality i think a lot of the time it isn't i think a lot of the time it's for the head teachers to say oh yeah you're doing fine i think uh, we if for us it's for the children but i think no i think for it's head teachers, like a complete log of that child's like what they've done like you yeah. like there's for no us, way yes but not for head teachers i don't think head teachers care about the no. log of where the child is. do you not think it comes down to um, pride. That's my yeah. big personal thing. pride. Yeah, yeah and I think I think the pride of a child. To go back to what John said, though, like it's the head teacher's job to care about what we're doing, and then it's our job yeah. to care about what the children are doing. So the head teacher wants to see, like, that you are taking pride in those books, and so as long as you take pride in those books, that's it's kind of like a trickle down effect, I guess, mm. you know, or like a, I don't know, a ladder. There's evidence for everyone, isn't it? There's yeah. evidence that you can prove that the child can do this is evidence that you are teaching the right things mm-hmm. you are supporting them you can look at multiple books at the same lesson you can be able to clearly see differentiation of whatever is in the books whether it be challenges success criteria or just outcome children outcome and I, I, I genuinely think it's it's your books are better than 
But when you're doing, when you're planning work, do you not think about how it's going to look in the book for other people looking at it? Honestly. Do I think about that? you, You must do. You must think that'll look really nice in the books when people look at them. I think I do sometimes think... I want to clearly show that this lesson yeah. has been differentiated and, and I will... Yeah, but then, I don't know. I, think, I like I think things the, in books. I like the children to have access to things. So, like, success criteria. I always think about... And, when I think about the books, I think about... When I, especially when I was uh, younger in NQT. When, they, when the children go back and look at their work, do they know what's going on, right? And if they... Because if it's... You know, you see some messy books and you don't know what's going on. If it's well presented, if it's neat, if it's tidy, if it's clear, the children and you can look back and think, we did this, this, is, this was our journey. And it's all about constructing that, that journey and, and making sure that it's clear what has happened so mm. that they can, rev- they can review what they've done. Um, which There's is nothing more powerful with an unconfident child than making them look back at their yeah. first piece of work. And then and saying to them, you know, this is where you were, this is where you are yeah. now. Definitely. I think books are really important and I think it sh- tells you a lot about a teacher and a child. Yeah. And you can have the child you always will that is very scruffy, mm-hmm. all the corners will be Duggy, crumpled up ruined. and yeah, the book will yeah. be falling to pieces. But you, th- that is a reflection of them as a child and you can see what the teacher does for that child each day. I think books are... We've not really mentioned the Middle East yet, but children just draw random pictures in their books <laughs> and write in, they write in different colours every day, underline a different colour. Like mine don't. Well, mine don't now, but at the start, <laughs> I was just like, "Why have you done that? What? Like, are you yeah. insane? What have you just done to your book?" I've got um, a lovely this, this bunch is of coconuts. A lovely bunch of coconuts. This is something that. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of, but this is highlighted in Kate Jones's blog. Um, and it's about spending time as a new teacher. Spend your time developing your subject knowledge rather than making resources. What do you think of that? I think that's... Mm. I don't know what to make of that, yeah. actually. I think subject is knowledge is, is very important. In year six in England in grammar, I would say buy a grammar book because you need to understand relative clauses yeah you really need to understand it to be able to teach it and i do think you have to have a real deepened understanding of a topic to be able to recognize when they've made a misconception and how you can correct it and if you don't understand it yourself then i i think that will have a massive impact on your lesson yeah but i also over here think that resources are vital in success of a lesson so i think i do spend quite I spend more time here making word banks and translated words and things that like fill in the blank activities for these children that need that extra support. So over yeah. here, I think I spend more time. If you've time got a topic resources. you know nothing about, like you were telling me on our, I think before our last podcast, your current topic was the Mayans, which I would assume you know nothing about. Mm-mm. Do you <laughs> not spend a bit of time? You know, looking into it. Yeah, I did. I um, think there's a there's no a my 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 guilty thing is with topic i just we'll do it together guys I'm we'll g- do it together i'm gonna quote what here right from kate jones blog here and it's it's like, so she's it's obviously each entry is um quite lengthy but there's a little simple sentence here that says don't spend precious time obsessing over powerpoint presentations and creating worksheets and things like that do um instead spend time reading 
watching documentaries, etc. Basically, building your subject knowledge. So, for you, for example, for, the, for you're teaching the Mayans um, as a as a topic. Spend your time seeking out documentaries and books. But what I'm going to say, just I don't to, want to, to, but why? but Kate I don't Jones want to watch documentaries on the. Mayans. Kate Jones is a secondary teacher, and she needs that depth of knowledge. And we, as a group, are primary teachers, and our knowledge does not need to go that deep. Why not? Well, I mean, it can, or I mean, we as long as we have like a sufficient amount of subject knowledge for something like the minds. If a child is um, needs to be challenged, we can set them off to mm. research it. You know, that that can be their mm. job. And you're just exposing but, them in primary school, especially I think with, yeah, 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 with yeah. things like topic. Yeah. Well, topic research skills. I think is it just is as, just expose yeah. them to it. They've got the basic facts. They've got like the general knowledge basics. And I think that's enough. Yeah. I wouldn't agree within the core subjects. I think subject knowledge is very important. Yeah, and for in where maths, I teach in as well, in, like in early years and in lower primary, the, the pedagogy of just teaching the basics is really important mm. for me. I mean, I don't need to do any research into how, like, into the, the things I have to teach the children. Mm. It's how to teach it to them. And that's where resources come in as well. So that's mm. really important for me. I don't think I've heard the word pedagogy since I left uni. Mm, what, a a, what a lovely flashback I just had to an I did not know I how to say failed. that word for a very long time. Do you know what's time. a better word than pedagogy? Um, Andragogy. Do you know, I've not heard that one. Go Andragogy. On. So pedagogy. Opposite of pedagogy. Ped. Ped is children. Pedagogy, the way you teach children. Andragogy adults. is adults. Yeah. Oh. It's lovely, isn't it? Um, and there's a lot of links between Sorry. obviously how you teach adults and how you yeah. teach children. Mm. It's not. It's not mm. wholly different. Mm. <laughs> mm. Any more uh, Twitter posts? I'm intrigued. Well, yeah. um, no, there's not. Make one up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're um, we're a bit quiet on Twitter. There's there's obviously there's going to be lots of people listening to this. Help us listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I t- I t- okay, I I'll, I'll throw out another little nugget of advice. Yeah, that's what we want. We want nuggets. Don't give up in your NQT year. Get through your NQT yeah. year, and if it's not for you, then fine. But don't give up halfway through because it does get better, mm. and it could be your school that's that's put you off yeah. yeah get through it i would say a lot of issues are down to just that school isn't yeah. Yeah. right for you we um we obviously know as as experienced teachers that every school is different nqts might not um realize that yet mm. um but for something that is so vital to our society as educating children you'd think there'd be some kind of standardization across schools but it's i think it's important to know that there's not like yeah, every single that, school is so That would be different. an impossibility unless teachers were robots. It yeah. comes down to the yeah, personality yeah, yeah. of who's in charge, who's in the SLT, the other teachers in the school. Like that is set by the actual people in the school. You're not going to be supportive if the people around you aren't supportive people, yeah. you know? I mean, for me, my NQT is the head teacher was... What's a nice way of putting this? Nightmare? A witch? No, that's too harsh. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she was extremely demanding and she was just she was nasty like she pushed people out did she know what she was talking about though did you, like, I don't know that she did she was she was she was just was she panicked she was, was she mean school? to people she was just not like people would leave just crying she would victimise people and mm. I, I went to my second school in England and I was just waiting for my head to turn all year I was thinking she's going to turn at some point she's going to be evil <laughs> as well but she wasn't and it, yeah it is true the schools are very different and not every head will be horrible. Yeah. So we say, like, think about your school and 
research it, what sort of things would you recommend that people are looking out for? So it's very easy for us to say... Staff retention. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was unsure about my school when I first started my school direct because I, I just had no idea about what I was looking for. But then when I looked at the staff... Um, a lot of older members of staff and then that told me that actually these people have been in this school for quite a long time mm. and that was the case they were happy there I mean I think maybe it held it back in its uh, development a little bit because it was a lot of people with sort of maybe more old school ideas yeah um, no. I remember talking about that a lot at the beginning um, but they were happy in that school. That school had a lovely environment. It was mm. a lovely place to be every day. Don't, I walked in with a smile on my face every don't day. Don't look at the catchment area because you can have a yeah. dreadfully hard school no, but you can I have the most amazing... No, but no. you can have the best times with the most difficult children. Yeah, yeah. that's what I think though. Like I, I chose the school that I was working at because I wanted to work with yeah. children that would have emotional and um, social needs. But like people was, would avoid that, wouldn't they? So they would avoid that. So then that would be a reason maybe why yeah. not to go to that school. But I, I, I've had the, I've had my best times with the more vulnerable. vulnerable children. You get it's more rewarding for sure. Yeah, it makes your life a bit harder. Mm. Yeah, and you go home and like have the odd night where you just cry because you've had yeah. such a difficult day with this one vulnerable child. But but isn't that in itself quite a rewarding experience? Like mm. where like think about how how many jobs out there, how many vocations are there where you are emotionally invested in what you do, where you mm. actually, you have a 100% guarantee that everything you do every single day makes such a difference to... Um, that was loud. How's that Coca-Cola? <laughs> um, everything, everything you do um, makes a difference yeah. to not just the children, but like the parents and the family. I... I, I I think our big thing here is we are in one of the most privileged jobs in the world. Even though it's hard, it's difficult, there's loads of... Um, yeah, stress and pressure. Stress and pressure. Mm. I think every job has that, but we, we are the only job, apart from maybe doctors and nurses and firemen and, th you know, <laughs> like we are, we are of that ilk. Of a minority, aren't we? Yeah. That actually have an... I would and say like an emotional, mean, emotional... And it's okay to be defeated by yeah. it now. Yeah. Like I, I cried probably thrice in my NQT <laughs> year. Like, I would just break down after school and be like, that was unbelievably tough. Yeah. But it's okay to now and then be have a little bit of a loss as long as you pick yourself back up and go yeah. again. We change people's lives. I know it's a cliche, but we do more so than the manager of... McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> you know, oh, like... But you are making a oh. difference to our... Other, other fast food providers are, are available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, can I? Can I? I think we should finish then on because we've been going on for like forty minutes now, guys. Yeah. Wow. wow! Yeah, we're um, time's flying. Ask questions. Ask questions. Like, don't be afraid yeah. of like just following the the sheep, so to speak. Mm. I think I think the most important thing, and I remember doing this. I remember just being like, why? Why am I doing this? And ask people why you're doing so something, or or why you've been asked to do, and get an understanding of of how this is helping you, how this is helping mm. your children. Because if you don't ask questions when you are an NQT... Yeah, it's the time to do it. When are you... Like, what happens if you're 20 years into the job and you're like, why am I... Can I give my final nugget? Go on. Get a folder and put everything you are given in it. Everything. Think about, think about the trees, though. Think about the trees. Oh, um, oh, online folder, doesn't matter. But, like, Google you'll drive. be given so many pieces of paperwork and things that you think, uh 
and like they just get lost because you you're not that well organized maybe i i was told get a folder and put everything in it and it's the best thing i ever did because i had everything i was given in it can Tre- i can i go against you there already no. i think it's a great idea but i also think at the same time don't keep everything throw shit away because yeah you're 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 going to keep, if you do, you're going to keep so much rubbish as well and so much stuff that is going to be inconsequential. Keep everything official. Anything that's come that is an official document or is even every piece of training material you get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. when I went yeah. for my second job, I took um, a portfolio with me of all the training I've been given and they were, they were so impressed by it. They said it was exemplary. It's the only time I've ever been called exemplary in <laughs> any way. Wow. So I think, yeah, just all the stuff that could improve you and could, you know, reflect well on you, I'd say get a folder, I'd put NQT on the side and just bang everything in it. That's a good idea. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So should, before we end, shall, shall we do a, a summary list for NQT? You're such a teacher, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Should we set our success because criteria we do first? Talk, but we do talk a lot, so I think we, we need do. to just conclude and summarise. Let's each our, have a concluding point. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Concluding point each. Here we go. Okay. Th- thinking time now. Thinking time. Thirty seconds. I'll go. Don't give up. That's okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't ever don't quit. Get through your NQT year, and then reassess. But just don't let the very diff- difficult times get to you because they will be difficult. And forget about paperwork i think no put it no. all in a folder <laughs> you <laughs> must not do that no we know nqt is for the paperwork your nqt and your your itt and all that is is always full of paperwork and stuff and actually that this is oh my goodness oh my i've goodness. just got a perfect anecdote for, for like everything so my initial teacher training i did a gtp which is a graduate teacher program. It's not an IPGC or whatever. It's not a PGC. Um, it's it's school based. It's so school you ba- direct. Yeah. In an older name. So you get thrown into a school, and that's your training, right? And you have a mentor. I got so hung up on the paperwork and making things uh, appear to be the way they should, um, using the planning formats and all that, right? And at the end of it, I was told by the the uh, what do you call the mentor? In, the no, not the mentor. Like a university mentor? Yeah, the, the assessor. The yeah, assessor at the, the end. Assessor. At the final assessment. Um, basic, so basically, I had neglected my own personal practice, like the actual, the reality of what I was doing over the paperwork and over the stuff. Because my school um, had a thing where they said, you know, make sure this looks... And I had to make sure everything looked okay. And it, it didn't... That didn't matter to the assessor at the end. And that didn't matter to the kids. It was about how I was teaching. And I think, goodness me, I, I heard that hiccup. So far away. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's the orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, stick to your roots. Teaching is the only thing you need to worry about. And you're teaching and learning. Sorry, not. Where's not, all that paperwork now? I burnt it. We're doing a summary team. Sorry, a summary. Okay, back to the beginning. We've gone back to (laughs) all the talking. Okay, don't give up. Um, Don't give up. I'm going to say, don't reinvent the wheel. Oh, that was mine. Oh, that's mine now. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the same. You just hit the table. I know, it's reverbing. You can't say another word. Reverberating. So don't give up. Don't give up. And one other thing, sorry. Don't. Do something 
ridiculously amazing every time you get a lesson observation do a normal lesson you've just yeah. opened a whole new can no no no, no, no. we don't have to go we don't have to go into it we don't have to go into it no but so, don't do something that you wouldn't normally do do your do every day do your every day and just so do a bit more don't do give well. up do your every day every day yeah on any day no matter what type of day you're going to have oh. don't reinvent the wheel <laughs> don't There's reinvent the wheel out there Listen to people, ask questions. No, 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 no. come on, no. let's have yours. Go, go, your Why don't we all go to Janice next? Go on, Janice. <laughs> Finally, be organised and prepared. Yes. Because sure. there is no, uh, there's nothing you can do to replace being prepared in the class. Everything will go down the drain if you're mooching around looking for pieces of paper and things that you thought you had ready yeah. but you didn't quite have ready. But do not mistake being organised for, for not having a life. Let's... God, what? Right, so Guys, don't give up. Backtrack, It's nearly burger time. Can we, can we round yeah. it up? Um, no, mine would probably be the balance between subject knowledge and resources. Um, All right, Kate. You know, that's what I would say. I would say there needs to be a balance. And I will also say to my, I will stick with my previous point of, my previous point was um, your list. A priority yeah. list. Do not sweat the small stuff. Yeah, like, don't worry. If something isn't laminated, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. Don't laminate it. Okay, guys. So we're going to say goodbye now. And we're going to go and get some burgers. Um, can we just say a big thank you to all our listeners and to all our followers on Twitter? We are at... We love you. The after school one. To all the comments one. that we got this week as well. Um, yeah, we got two, of advice. Two, two comments. It was more than last Yeah, it was a few. But, uh, do you know what? <laughs> this is what it's all about. It's about... We're just here. We're just, you know, it's a Friday afternoon. We are... Um, it's our Middle East weekend. We're sharing our knowledge. We're sharing our thoughts. We're sharing our opinions. And I think that this is my final thing, Frankie Keys. Surround yourself with people and talk about stuff. Mm. And I think that will... That and will, research your school. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go around again? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye now. Bye-bye. Oh, that's like a dunk. The dunk.